Welcome back to the Lynx Golf Podcast. This is digital editor Al Lunsford. And joining me again today, I have, haven't spoke with him in a while, but it's our editor, George Pepper. George, first of all, congratulations. I understand you have graduated uh, from the father stage to the grandfatherhood stage of your life. How do you feel? Yes, I'm officially an old gray, or in my case, bald man, but uh, very excited. We had our first uh, grandchild, a boy, Lucas, uh, two days ago, and uh, everybody's doing great, and we, we can't wait to see him. Have you uh, purchased his first set of golf clubs yet? Golf clubs, no, but he doesn't know, but he is getting a golf outfit from me. It's totally tasteless, but uh, I thought it was appropriate. <laughs> very good, very good. Um, well, congrats again, and hope all is well while you are. Thanks. So what I wanted to get into you uh, get into today with you uh, is our fall issue just came out, uh, the fall 2020 issue, our last issue of the year. And as we've done in the past, uh, I've talked to George about his uh, column for each issue. Uh, this one was like the others. It was very, very interesting and, and a new take or a new uh, look into a side of professional golf that seems to be becoming more popular. Um, and that is the uh, introduction of legalized gambling that has trickled its way, uh, particularly onto the PGA Tour, which George has explored the idea of how that might be a good thing and a bad thing. Um, but, George, I'll let you kind of introduce the piece and, and what it was all about. Yeah, okay. Thanks, Al. Well, I guess it starts uh, with the, the sad truth that the Tiger era is about to end, uh, whether you like it or not, and uh, whether it happens in, in one year or five, uh, his playing days are coming to an end. And as we all know, he and he alone has moved the needle in golf, has increased the interest in the game, added spectators and viewers on TV, brought sponsors, and uh, bottom line, swelled the coffers of the PGA Tour largely by enabling them to make billions of dollars through their renewal of their TV contracts. It reminded me of something Frank Beard, a great, pretty good player from the uh, 60s and 70s, uh, wrote a book. And in that book, he had a great line. He said, 75 cents of every dollar I make, I owe to Arnold Palmer. And I think in this era, the same can be said of Tiger Woods, not only just the players, but for all of us really involved in golf. He has really, if not that much, he has done a huge amount to make golf a pretty lucrative enterprise for those employed in it. So um, when that's gone, when there's zero hope that Tiger can win another major or another tournament, uh, there's going to be a void in the game, the likes of which it hasn't seen since the day Bobby Jones retired back in 1930 after winning the Grand Slam. And, and something... Uh, Herbert Warren Wynn, the great American golf writer, wrote back then, has always remained in my head, he said, <clears throat> of the doldrums after Jones's retirement, he said, golf without Jones is like France without Paris, leaderless, lightless, and lonely. <laughs> I always thought that was beautiful. So the tour um, will soon face a challenge, I think. Uh, they're going to need to find something or someone to fill the gap and and kind of move the needle and churn the fans. And I think they may just have found it in the form of, as you say, legalized gambling. 
Uh, a couple of years ago, the Supreme Court reversed a, a longstanding ban on legalized sports gambling. And now there are, I think, about almost 20 states that have uh, jumped in and a, another 20 uh, soon to come on board. And this is a, a big deal. Sports gambling in America is a $150 million a year enter- enterprise. In fact, it might be, I'm sorry, billion dollar a year enterprise. And um, I think if golf can get its share of that, they tend to do very well. Um, so the tour has jumped in with both feet. In the last um, couple of years, they've signed on with several companies. Uh, they're calling official betting operators of the PGA Tour. Basically, uh, they're bookies like DraftKings and FanDuel who, who will help you place your bets. Right. Um, you may have even seen references to these on some of the recent uh, tour telecasts where they'll have a little uh, graphic at the bottom of the screen showing the odds on particular players to win that week. And uh, there's even now uh, a weekly Sirius XM radio sh- show devoted just to golf betting. So it's uh, it's coming on pretty fast. <clears throat> and it's more than just betting who will win. Um, the big payoff may be in making use of the tour's uh, shot link system, which, as you know, has amassed reams of data uh, from all the players on their shot-making proclivities. And that enables these official betting operators uh, to offer odds on everything from whether Bryson DeChambeau is going to hit his next drive into the fairway to whether Ricky Fowler is going to sink the chip shot he's about to play. And uh, that produces what they think the gambling industry calls a sweat factor, which means kind of an immediate involvement. You don't have to wait four quarters to see whether you want money. You can see right that minute. So people uh, will be actually going on their smartphones and in real time putting down 10 bucks or 100 bucks or whatever odds to see what happens in the next minute of play. So uh, the hope is that more and more people are going to tune in to uh, the broadcast, and not so much to see who wins, but to see uh, to place their bets and, and see which way they go. Uh, in the same way that millions of people now watch NFL football or MLB, uh, not so much to see the winning team, but to see how their particular individual fantasy team players uh, come out. So it's going to be a big change. And, and I, I have to say, I'm as much into this as anyone. I love gambling. In my younger years, I played a lot of poker. And I think poker is still about the only thing I can do for 12 hours straight without losing interest or falling asleep. And these days, I'm, I'm admittedly into the fantasy league thing. I've been in one for a few years now where <clears throat> at the start of the year, I get a 1,000 points to, quote, unquote, spend on uh, players to buy myself a team and uh, where the value of the individual player may be oh, 500 points for the very top players down to 75 points for the no names. And, you know, you buy a team. And uh, this year, at the start of the year, I, I picked a team that included uh, Justin Thomas. I think I, he was like 450 points. And I filled out the other 550 points with Colin Markawa, Sung J. M., Victor Hovland, and Cameron Smith. And they've done very well by me. They all made it to the Tour Championship. And as of now, I think I'm in like 14th or 15th place in a pool of about 150 guys with with the season wow. ending at the Masters next month. 
So I, I've got to have a big finish. I think my guys have to finish one through five at the Masters for me to make it into the, the payoff places, the top five or six places. But the point is, I, I love watching it every week. Uh, and I am one of those guys now who uh, sometimes doesn't care who wins, but is always rooting for his, this time, five guys. It could be four guys, six guys, eight guys, whoever you right. pick. So anyway, I love gambling. Agree, it will stimulate some interest, if not participation in the game. But then uh, Tiger didn't... For, uh, stimulate much participation either. The same number of people play the game in America now as they did in 1996 or 7 when he came on the tour. So, uh, But, and here's the big but, there is, uh, I see, a potential downside in all this, and that's the potential for big bets. Now, I suspect most of the states will have some sort of cap, but in Vegas, at least, uh, there is no official cap. It's up to the individual bookies. And in the last couple of years, there have been some really, really big uh, bets, most notably the guy last year who bet $85,000 at, I think it was 14 to 1 odds, that Tiger would win the Masters. And of course, he did. And that guy took home $1,275,000. So that, that guy was kind of a gambling neophyte, and it was sort of a feel-good story. But the potential exists for something much more dark. And and I don't mean that a, a tour player might purposely take a dive in order to beat the odds and collect in some way. They're, they're all too smart for that. And, and the top players, those who routinely have a chance to win, are already making enough money that they don't need to cheat. But I think golf does leave itself open to abuse by big-time professional gamblers in a way that those gamblers can't control other sports. And the difference is that in golf, it's quiet. There isn't this roar of the crowd, number one. And in golf, number two, you can get right next to the players, whereas in the arena sports, you're in the arena. And what I'm talking about is the uh, notion that, let's say, a high roller puts down $100,000 on someone at 50 to 1 odds to win the 2021 Players' Championship. And that's a $5 million payday if his guy wins. And let's say, furthermore, that somehow that player he has been on manages to get himself to the clubhouse on Sunday with the lowest score. But there's just one other guy who has a chance to tie him. If that guy can sink a five-foot putt at the 72nd hole. Now, our shark has prepared for that. He's hired a stooge who's standing in the gallery beside the 18th green. And just as that player with the chance to tie takes his putter back, the stooge fires off an air horn. Of course, the guy misses. The stooge is seized, taken to jail, stays there for a month or two, pays a fine, let's say $50,000 fine, which is a pittance to what he receives in payment from the shark, who is the big winner. The big loser is a game of golf. Now, is that going to happen? Well, maybe not exactly that way, but I, I wouldn't, dare I say, I wouldn't bet against it happening in some way in the near future. I mean, I've already heard the odd shout or scream from the gallery while watching telecasts as players make pivotal shots going down the stretch on Sunday. I know it's happening. And the cold truth is there is no way the PGA Tour can stop it. It's a little scary, a little sad, and it's, it's definitely the dangerous downside to gambling on pro golf. So that's, right. that's the column. That's yeah. it. Yeah, I guess they're towing a fine line there between, um, in, in terms of, you know, they're influencing and and wanting to make these partnerships. Um, but like you said, there could be 
detrimental consequences if there are some loons out there who decide that um, their big payday is is, is worth the uh, <laughs> night in jail, yeah. as you put it. <laughs> yeah, all it takes is one or two, and, and and the hope is that there are not a lot of sort of small-time betters doing their obnoxious thing, you know, get liquored up on a golf course, course and you know, instead of shouting Baba Booey, they're shouting choke or miss it. And, of course, the tour does escort those folks off. They're, they're one-and-done events. But if the one event is sufficiently lucrative to the guy pulling the stunt, well, he What's runs the numbers and maybe point? does it. So, yeah. yeah. But I think, you know, bottom line, it it, it will probably be good. Gambling probably will be good for golf. Heck, we all gamble on the golf course anyway. It's not as if we're selling an otherwise pristine pastime. And uh, sure. you know, it, 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 will, it will certainly add viewers and, and keep the tour players all very uh, fat and happy, I think. Yeah. So I want to go back to, to what you talked about. I mean, even you're in, into the, the fantasy element of, of golf now. And um, in my experience, you know, I've, I've actually played around a little bit with uh, DraftKings, where uh, it's a little different from what you said. Well, at first, it depends on what state you're in. If you're in a, a state that has legalized gambling, um, you can place uh, wagers as if you were in Vegas. Um, but for me, I'm in South Carolina. Uh, betting's not legal here. So uh, DraftKings lets you set a lineup uh, you choose, you get a dollar amount and you choose six guys um, at the beginning of the week or even at the beginning, beginning of a specific round. Um, right. And that's your team for the week. And to me, you know, if I, if not watching more golf, I'm certainly following more golf. Whereas, right. you know, I care about how a guy, if a guy finishes T20 or T50 at the Valspar Championship, whereas before, you know, I'm, exactly. I'm going along with my life, and I'll see who won at the end of the week. Do you find yep. yourself paying oh, absolutely. more attention just because of it, this? Well, as I rose up in the ranks this year in the betting pool, I started watching this very carefully. I'd actually check on the PGA Tour site on Friday. I'd check and see the field for next week and how many of my guys had entered. And, uh, you know, you start really uh, looking at the odds and, and – uh, it, it, it it's addictive. It, it's it's weird, but um, I yeah. think when if you look at the leaderboard on the PGA Tour uh, dot com, you can customize your leader the leaderboard to have a favorites. Right, you check uh, X number mm -hmm. of players in the field. I have no doubt that one of the reasons that drove that little innovation was gambling. You can you can take your five or six guys and put them at the top of the leaderboard, so so you see how they're doing before you look at the rest of the leaderboard. So it's uh, exactly. yeah it's yeah it's, it's crazy yeah and you're, and you're right Brits. they are they are uh, driving content around their their gambling partnerships so like you said it's on the telecast when I'm going to to look at my lineup on a given week they have writers now who are contributing to PJTour.com and telling you a breakdown of here are the best guys in this money range for this yeah. week's tournament and you can yeah. You know, strategize right. and try to build your lineup that way. Oh, there are guys who, yeah, popular. yeah. Some guys look at it really hard. Look at the stats and uh, the past performance on the chorus, and uh, you know, is it a tight course, a long course? I mean, they they probably give it 
more thought and analysis than it deserves. But um, you know, it's 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 fun, and uh, mm-hmm. it, I don't think it's going to get any uh, less popular in the next few years. Well, I think what you were saying with Shotlink will make it even more popular. Um, mm-hmm. We in a past career of mine, I, I worked for what was called the, a startup football league, the Alliance of American Football. And it was built largely around um, earning fans that were heavily into gambling. And so the idea was that this app was created to live bet on every down of every uh, football game. Wow. So you would yeah. you would be betting on before the play starts, uh, is it a run or a pass? Will it be complete or not? Will it go for a touchdown or a first down or a loss of yards? Yeah. And that was every play. And you could wow. easily see how Shotlink could fit into that narrative. Oh, yeah, that's what they're they're counting on that. As, as I said in the column, I can see a guy sitting on his couch uh, who is bet – uh, let's say Ricky Fowler has a chip shot, and the uh, uh, he's got a he's ten feet off the green with a forty foot chip shot, and there are various odds. One of which is he won't hit the green, See? and the odds of, against that are hundred to one. But some guy takes a flyer on it and bets ten bucks that Ricky will chunk it. Ricky chunks it, and the guy goes delirious on his couch. <laughs> you <Yeah. know? laughs> uh, and 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 then you, you're already starting now and then. You hear in, in player interviews, uh, the players themselves are being approached by fans from the gallery who said, "Hey, you're on my fantasy team," or "Thanks last week," or "You really screwed up last week." And you know that's that's fun. It's good. It's bad, but it's 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 part of the new game. Yeah, yeah. I wonder, um, you know, with the fact, like you mentioned, Tiger hanging up the cleats soon. Um, if the fact that there isn't really like that dominant draw uh, on telecasts will will help gambling even more for people just trying to find a way to connect to the game of golf, and it's that's all very interesting. Yeah, I, well, I think as I say, there's going to be a void, um, but uh, for that reason, I, this gambling is very very well timed. And if you remember, I don't know if you remember, ten, five, ten years ago when Tiger was in his prime, a lot, lot of uh, betting uh, parlors would not let – well, they give you an alternative of betting with Tiger in the field or Tiger outside the field. Yeah. And at least that complication won't be part of the mix anymore. Right. You could bet Tiger or you could bet everyone else against Tiger, and it was a – for a yeah, time or, or you, crap shoot. Or you could bet who will win the tournament, and we'll take Tiger out of the mix. In other words, yeah. if Tiger wins, who, who's going to finish second? And if he, your, your guy finished second, exactly. you win. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Uh, well, George, what, so what do you have? Four guys left in your team, or is everyone in the Masters? Yeah, all my guys made the Masters. Yep. Okay. So we shall see. I, but the, the problem is when you get that high up. Uh, routinely, the guys ahead of you in the pool have also picked a lot of the same guys. I mean, same guys. You know, like mm-hmm. ten of the guys, the fifteen, ten of the fourteen guys ahead of me have Morikawa. I mean, a lot of us saw that he was going to be a star, and sure enough, he has. A lot of the guys have Sanjay Im because that guy has like perfect attendance. He plays every event, so he's like a money machine. You figure he's going to be there at least. And right. uh, interestingly, of the 14 guys ahead of me, only three have Justin Thomas. 
So uh, I think I actually could pull something out of Justin Thomas wins the Masters and Cameron Smith or Victor Hovland uh, finishes second. So that's those are, that's my uh, trifecta, I guess. If those three guys yep. can excel over the next, and you know, there are other tournaments too. There's another four or five tournaments. So we shall see. Have you all, have you also found yourself making enemies? You know, in terms of in your own head. Um, or targeting guys that are on these other teams that you're going against. You know, like, I can't believe, you know, Adam Scott this week, he, he totally screwed me on the, on the back nine there, or you oh, were yeah. playing against some other guy that you know, like, he just worked me this week. The other guy had DJ and now I've got a Exactly. I, I hated, uh, <laughs> I hated DJ's surge during the playoffs because the guys who had DJ, we're in like a hundredth place and about a half dozen of them surged up and, and are now threatening to get in the top 10. So all that goes on. And actually you actually root against your own guys. Uh, right. I, I, because I would rather see Justin Thomas win than Carl, Colin Marcow at this point, because I benefit a little bit more better with him than I do with, with all those other guys with Marcow. So exactly. yeah, it, 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 yeah, it becomes, it becomes fun. It adds something. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, thanks for sharing your thoughts. Everyone can read that column. Our fall issue is actually a free-to-access digital edition, and you can go to linksmagazine.com to find a link to that issue and read George's column amongst the other great content we had. Uh, in Lots of issue. good stuff in there. Yep. Yep, very good. Uh, thank you, George. I appreciate you taking the time again, and I hope to talk to you again soon. Congratulations, Grandpa. Thank you, um, sir. You, uh, <laughs> hope you can get to, to visit with uh, your little grandson soon. Uh, I'll be down your way soon. Let's get a game. All right. Wishing you the best. All right. Take it easy. Thanks, George.